Anyway, I'm tired. Sorry. No, <laughs> I lost good. concentration. And I was also wondering, do we have notes? Because I haven't done anything. We, we don't, don't have notes. All right. Don't but worry I, about it. There's several know what, guys? things. things I would, <laughs> yes. I, I have a new day job. Okay. I think we talked about that previously. But if we didn't, I have a new day job, which means... Because I'm in an intensive training thing for this day job. We're going to be playing this a little fast and loose for a few weeks here. <laughs> and it's okay. That is quite all right. So, yeah. first of all, welcome, all you listeners of uh, Ravens and, you know, all the all the other cool podcasts that Lex is a part of, as well as Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Welcome yeah, and thank now. you for tuning in to our very American show. Uh, my name is Matt Peters. Obviously, I'm not Simon. Simon sounds quite different than I do, but, you know, he's still a cool guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I do um, the Ravens. You can go subscribe to the Ravens podcast. They've put everything under that umbrella now. That's an announcement that came out today. So Capeside Chats, my Dawson's Creek podcast that I do with Simon, is now under the umbrella of the Ravens. So. Nice. Go subscribe to Ravens. You'll get One Tree Hill. You'll get 90s movies. You'll get all kinds of cool stuff all on that feed. So do that. It's always good Bill to have Bill. things nice and tidy under one umbrella, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When he told me about it, I was like, you know, that just makes sense. That's that's fine with me. It doesn't doesn't make a difference to me. It's not my network. I'm just a guest that mm. they've graciously invited on. So I don't know. Uh, if this I'm is having something... so much fun doing that, too. Oh, yeah. It totally sounds like you are, too. But I don't know if this is yeah. something that all networks do or if it's just something that a few do. But I like it when they have the um, the overarching feed. You know, they all have their, their channels, their independent channels for their independent shows. But like the bigger networks, from, from what I've seen a couple, they have a feed that's like all their shows. So if you're like a yeah. fan of Smodcast, you can just subscribe to that one feed and you get all the different shows. Right. And that's what they're doing at Ravens now. Yes. And it's so much easier like to have that and to just be subscribed to that. Um, you know, I was already subscribed to and I don't listen to my own podcast because that's weird, but <laughs> <laughs> I was already subscribed to Ravens and, you know, their their previous iterations of the other side things that they've done that are now being all consolidated under Ravens. Yeah. So it just makes it so much easier. So. I wanted to give everybody an update on the GameCube project because there has been uh, progress. So I did not have a GameCube. That is an update. Lex did not have a GameCube. However, no. my brother Mike has graciously allowed me to um, pick apart our, our shared childhood GameCube. Uh, oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was... I was concerned. And you know what? I asked, too. That's why I asked around, because I was almost sure. Because my brother, he's a romantic guy. He's a nostalgic type of guy, you know, for, for old consoles and stuff. And I wanted to be sure that it was okay with him. And I almost knew for a fact, like, he wasn't going to allow it. So I asked around. A few people came at me. Um, a few people didn't understand what I wanted to do. So they were like, hey, I got a GameCube. I was like, cool, can I have it and, like, break it? And they were like... Oh no. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it's mine. Right. I don't understand. So, you know, but I, I appreciate everybody like just sharing good memories about GameCube and, and how much they enjoy playing it growing up. But where I'm at right now is, uh, like I said, Mike is going to let me pick apart our GameCube. First, I have to, I gotta clean this sucker off because it's, um, it's a different shade of purple than it was when it first. <laughs> came out i'll say that off the bat yeah I, I knew if i had one it was just collecting dust so i was like oh yeah you can definitely have and do whatever you want with it but mm -hmm. yeah i can understand why people would be like no that's my my gamecube for sure for sure so um i went ahead and i i worked with uh i worked with the fans so far i got that clean um i'm gonna have to get some hydrogen peroxide in there and and get that going as well and uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be an uphill battle, but we'll get it done. We'll make this happen. <laughs> Good. I'm yes. glad. Yes, yes, yes. That's going to be interesting. You should post on Instagram as you're, as you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. So I got this piece uh, called the GC Loader from Black Dog Tech. And um, what it does, like I was saying last time, it, it 
allows you to uh, load your games from an SD card instead of using the disc. So uh, for quality of life, uh, it preserves not only your discs in your collection, but also uh, it runs a lot smoother on the GameCube. So I'm going to be messing around with that a little bit. Um, it's apparently a very easy, uh, you know, as far as things are concerned, it's a, it's a, it's a nice little project to do in your spare time it doesn't involve any soldering or anything like that so yeah should be should be (laughs) should be interesting (laughs) yeah so before the show uh we took a moment and we watched this is this is breaking news to us you know breaking news to everyone i guess right we watched the spider-man no way home trailer the most recent trailer that's right because there has been one more before that yeah. I was going to say the first trailer, but that's not correct. Yeah. So, and they showed more, like a lot more, and yet not a lot. It not was enough. very strange. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I messaged you immediately after. And I mean, my big thing is why are they still pretending that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are not going to be in this movie? It's the worst kept secret. In Hollywood. It's terrible. It and really like is. I understand they want the like Captain America catching the um the hammer yeah. situation and everyone coming back and saying Avengers assemble, but like I don't know. It's not gonna work this time around, dog. Just cause like we know these type of moments are possible now. We know that Correct. deals have been worked out. Um, yeah. you know, and they've gotta go bigger, honestly. They've gotta keep trying to like Go bigger than the last one. On the on the trailer alone, we got confirmation that a lot of the villains are coming back from previous installments. Mm-hmm. We heard Willem Dafoe's voice for the first time, I think. Uh, as, yeah. As well as saw we him. We saw Jamie Foxx for the first time. We saw Jamie Foxx. He looks a lot better than that weird blue version. Yeah. Um, Alfred Molina is there. And uh, even a little appearance by a, a CG Sandman in the background. So... They got a lot of villains they're working with. What were they showing Spider-Man in black suit, or was that supposed to be Venom? I that was a black suit. Now that was previously revealed from a toy leak. So this is what it. Sorry, sorry. What is that? Yeah. So this is a black suit that ties into Doctor Strange somehow. He's got like a gauntlet on that has that same type of. you know, magic iconography on it that a lot of his stuff has on it. So this is supposed to be like bridging technology and magic, you know, in the, in the MCU. So that's what that. So he's wearing that suit or he made the suit for Peter. Uh, no, no. Uh, Peter's wearing the suit. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 But him and strange worked on it together. I was going to say that's weird, but yeah. Um, okay. So do you think, okay. Do you think it looks good? Like I know you're exci- we're baseline excited about it because we've liked the previous movies, yeah. but does it actually look good? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. It's something that uh, I was because I was talking to Archie a little bit about it too, and he was saying that he had to go back and rewatch the trailer because the first watch you're like hyped trying to see if you can point out the the, the other Spider-Man. You're like, yes, I'm waiting on. Yeah, yeah. And then you're. I thought it was going to happen at the very end when they show the bridge thing and everything. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. where they're going to reveal them. <laughs> but no, no, nothing no. yet. So I mean, no. I enjoyed the trailer. I'm excited for the movie. Um, right. I, I love I love a lot of those characters that they're bringing back, and I'm really curious to see what's up with the characterization of Doctor Strange in this because you know, I promise, no pun intended, but he's acting strange. Like just, you know, and they, and I'm sure that's going to feed into the next strange movie. But another thing that was odd to me is so, so he says in the trailer that all of these villains have to die fighting you. Yeah. Right. right. And, and Peter's trying to save them. That's what it seems like, which is an admirable thing. And it's a total, you know, MCU Peter thing to do. You know, try to save lives. Oh, and then in the trailer, they tease MJ having a, a, a Gwen Stacy moment. They're not putting which, us through that again. Which that's the reveal that should have been Andrew Garfield saving her. Oh, yeah. Like, I finally, I did it right. Which you know? is probably what's going to happen in the movie itself. I would love that. I would but love that. 
but like they didn't show it in the trailer. I was like, oh, he's gonna save her right now. Yeah, and they're gonna yeah. show that. I don't know why I think they would show such a big reveal, but like we all fucking know what's happening. Yeah, Come you on. know. <laughs> I mean, everyone's still gonna go see it. Show me Daredevil. Show oh, yeah, we're still gonna watch the movie. Yeah. yeah. I would love I yeah. would love if that moment played out the way that you said. Now the thing about it is we know that Marvel has a, a, a history of giving us, you know, bullshit trailers where they leave something important True. out or they create a scene just for the trailer to fool us. I'm all for that. Fool me. <laughs> but just don't overhype something. Like and what's messed up too is if this is true, if what Andrew Garfield, Toby McGuire, everybody else is saying, if it is true, it's really gonna suck by the time this movie comes out. Like, oh, they're just playing around. They're really in it, and then they're not in it. It's like, well, they've been telling us, but we didn't believe them because, you know, yeah, movies. And that would totally be our fault. Yeah, like a hundred percent on us. <laughs> when does it come out again? Ah, uh, December. And it's theaters only? Theaters only. Tickets go on sale like November, I want to say 19th. No, because that's in three days. Maybe November 20th. I don't know. But they're calling it Spidey Monday. Which is not... Like, uh... <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring as Big Willie Weekend, but okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a choice. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... I don't know. And, you know, I I have to say this. This is supposed to be finishing off this trilogy, right? Yeah, that's what they're saying. They're probably going to have some Tom Holland Spider-Man again. But, like, how many more movies are they going to make? They usually make three and they're kind of done. I'm a little I would say I'm a little bit concerned that they're doing such a big thing for three that they're missing out on like the smaller stories that they could tell with yeah. him. Yeah. And that's kind of a sad thing. He's one of those characters. Spider-Man's one of those characters that I do like those like week to week. He's just going about his business. Like I think a Spider-Man TV show would work really well in the same way that Daredevil works well. Yeah. So that's something else that we can actually address today. They, they um, did a big Disney uh, reveal for the, uh, the, um, the anniversary uh, anniversary no the anniversary of Disney Plus uh one of which is an animated Spider-Man cartoon called Spider-Man Freshman Year right and that's going to be done in like the classic 1960 style it looks like yeah and i assume they're going to have new voices and stuff it's going to be different characters like it's not going to be the same MJ that we know now right in animated form yep probably the problem with these movies is that they they save so much for the sequels. And then we just kind of it happens and it's kind of gone and it's like I want to see more of these characters and much more depth than this can actually provide. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's not just these movies actually. That's just the problem with movies in general right now. It's why I favor television because they get such in-depth writing. But yeah, I I'm I'm still looking forward to it. I just think they're being so coy with all of this stuff. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm concerned. Two things concern me. One, that it's like the big reveal and we know it already. And it's kind of like, ugh, it's like you found your Christmas presents early. Yeah. Or the much worse thing is exactly what you described, which is it's not even <laughs> happening. And we've created this and it's just going to be a movie. Oh, and, like, boy. we're not even going to be able to enjoy the things that we know are coming, which is, like, Doc Ock and all that. Yeah. However, I think that's a much more unlikely scenario. I They're they're just full of shit. Oh, another villain I missed in the trailer was uh, the Lizard. And once again, <laughs> and which, yeah. breaking news from Archie nope. Easter, um, <laughs> there's a scene where, and this is why I didn't see him. I, I was distracted by the giant Sandman face in the sky. But yeah. there's a scene where the Sandman is throwing a punch into some scaffolding while Electro is above and the lizard is kind of in the middle of the screen. Um, people have, of course, picked apart this trailer already. In this scene, it looks like the lizard is getting hit by an invisible punch. So, right. 
it's right. possible. You're CGIing stuff out for yes. sure. Yes. Like it's it's going to be them. There's no way. Man. Like there's like a two percent chance that they're not in this movie. I would say. Man, I'm excited. I I, I either way I'm in. Either way I want to see what's going on there. Oh yeah, agreed. Either yeah. way I'm in as well. Um, I think it's gonna be good. I'm just like. I'm hoping I'm I'm actually kind of hoping they'll make more and that they don't feel like maybe they'll kind of go grounded for the next one. But I, I guess that probably won't happen. If the money is there, I'm sure they will. But I think yeah. um, Tom Holland may be he may be cool with just being like a, a co-star or a guest in another character's movie at this mm-hmm. point. You know? Yes. Now put him in a Daredevil movie. That's, yeah, that's it. That's like I want to see be. him and him and Daredevil take on Kingpin like that would be kind of dope. Yeah, put him in Fantastic Four, put him in maybe some X-Men movies, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's still an Avenger, you know, once they decide yeah. to assemble again. So, yeah, that could happen. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Uh, I'm just, I, I watched that trailer and I was like, oh, okay, you're choosing this again. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. You're not, you're not going to show. I, I really thought they were going to. I was surprised. <laughs> So a little a little bit of what they announced for Disney Plus Day on the Marvel side of things. I'll just rattle these off. Okay. Um. So Marvel Studios Echo. I don't really know what that is to be honest. Um, like the thing, like the mm. device. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's just a show. <laughs> Teaching you how to set up here, Amazon Echo. Okay. Uh, okay. Marvel Zombies, uh, Ironheart. Ugh. Moon Knight. They showed a little bit of Moon Knight. That looks kind of cool. Who's Moon Knight? Moon Knight is a Batman-esque character. No, I mean the actor. Oh. (laughs) I know who Moon Knight is. Who's playing Moon Knight? Oh, um, I don't know. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Oscar Isaac? No, that doesn't sound right. Maybe. I think he's too big for that at this point. We'll we'll fact check that. Uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year, which I mentioned, which is an animated series. She-Hulk, which is not animated. It looks kind of dope right now. Yeah. They showed a clip I saw a picture that. for that. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I just saw pictures. I didn't see a clip. It's, it's not much than what you saw. It's like a 10-second little teaser, you know, with uh, Tatiana Maslany. And uh, yeah. she's doing yoga, and then you see her bicep, and it's green. And it's like, oh, that's kind of great. Um, what if confirmed season two? Uh, cool. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> Unnecessary, but okay. All right. It looks like it's starring like uh, adolescent Groot, Miss um, Marvel, Agatha. Excited. Agatha House of Harkness is happening. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. All, the gays needed this. Thank you. <laughs> Secret Invasion, and they showed a, a little bit of Sam Jackson looking quite haggard and no patch, but you know, still with nice. the missing eye. And uh, one, the the most surprising announcement of all from this batch, X-Men 97, they're going to resurrect the X-Men cartoon from the 90s, uh, bringing back the original voice cast that's been confirmed, uh, possibly in different roles in the original show, but they're all coming back. Uh, What? Yeah. Why would they play different roles? Well, if they've, you know, gotten noticeably older and they sound different, you know, like the guy that oh, does Wolverine oh, can't gotcha. growl like that, you know, something like that is what I'm thinking. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Um, like, I saw something about X-Men. I assumed they were just putting the old show on Disney+. Plus. I didn't realize it was like a new thing. Yeah, that just, it came out of left field and it's coming in 2023. Um, like, have you watched The Simpsons lately at all? No, I haven't. Give it a give it a watch. Just sit with it for like maybe ten minutes Fucking and just like what? listen to the voice actors because you know we all have our heyday of Simpsons and it's you know near and dear to our hearts. It's a different time period for every fan, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you go listen to them now, it's a little sad because they're all noticeably older and it's it, it's time. It happens. It's un, it's completely understandable. Yeah. But, you know, the fact that they're still just trudging along trying to make this show work, it's it's like, just let them rest, please. I just saw 
I guess one of the producers or something like that. Did you see that article where he was talking about like the ending of the Simpsons? Oh, whatever. And he was like, no, we're like a number one show on Disney plus and we're like still doing really well. I don't think anyone's going to pull the plug on this anytime soon. And I was like, holy fuck, they're just going to keep going. <laughs> There's no end in sight. Apparently Disney plus has given them like a revival. Mm. So, so this yeah. was, um, this was news back in July of this year. Uh, the, um, voice actress who does the voice for Marge, unfortunately, uh, Julie mm-hmm. Kavner, um, she can't sing anymore in Marge's voice. So they oh, had man. to cast, uh, a replacement singing voice for her. And in season 33, they use Kristen Bell. I don't know if that's going to be the permanent casting or if this was just kind of like a one-off. What? But yeah, Kristen Bell was Marge's singing voice in season thirty. I, now I want to know if she's if if she's singing like Marge or if <laughs> she's sing like Kristen Bell and it's a joke. Yeah, that would be kind of interesting. I I kind of want to go check now myself. So that's yeah. that's maybe the one episode you should give a glance if you're trying to hear what I'm talking about because it's just. Uh, it's such fond memories growing up of the, of the Simpsons. It's always been a part of my life, you know? And I, I always wanted to be the part of lives of, of people who were being introduced to it to the, for the first time, as unlikely as that sounds. But, I mean, I, I really think there's enough content there for them to just have a seat, man. We get it. 33 years? It's fine. Yeah, I mean, people say the same thing about SNL and stuff, and I'm like, I, I have no opinion on if I if I'm not invested in it and I'm still invested in SNL, I will say that. Yeah. Um, I just go, eh, whatever, keep it going, and that's how I feel about The Simpsons. I'm I'm fine with it continuing. I don't have as much of an attachment as everyone else seems to have to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like it. I liked it a lot more when I was younger. I haven't really been able to get into it as an adult. I'd like to go back and rewatch some of those prime years again, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if they'll even hold up. I don't know if it's something I can get back into or what. Maybe I just really love like Bob's Burgers and can watch that endlessly instead. You know, there's just been like a better replacement for me. Well, that's an idea. I mean, I think you may have found some middle ground there where I mean, obviously, they've got to have archives of like unused takes and Maybe four mm-hmm. episodes that never saw the light of day. Who knows? I think it would be interesting for them to go back and reanimate some of those older episodes in the newer style. Yeah. You know, that just could so be they interesting. Could hold up. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know, but it's it's hard. That old style is like it's part of the charm too. That's true. That is true. Yeah. But I mean, those will be there for you. Of course, people are going to complain. You know, there's going to be naysayers and folks that are like, that's not my Simpsons. And that's, it hasn't been your yeah, Simpsons. So don't watch for, it. <laughs> right. It hasn't been your Simpsons for a couple decades now. Let, let the others have it. It's all right. It's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm indifferent about it. Keeping, like, keeping it going. I'm just like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to watch it. There are some people that still watch that religiously, you know. So mm-hmm. good for them. That's true. Like they, the other I mean, shows have, you mentioned, otherwise they wouldn't keep it going. It's expensive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the other shows you mentioned, they have the benefit of uh, well, the other show. I was thinking about Doctor Who as well. That's one that's been on forever. Um, right. But they have the benefit of having a rotating cast. You know, whether it be through the Doctor's regeneration or SNL, just saying, you know, hey, mm-hmm. everybody but Keenan, you get out of here, you know, <laughs> then it's like, yeah, they just keep on cycling through people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Keenan, I think has, has said in the past that, you know, he's just got too many kids or whatever. And he's like, I just got to keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> he just don't want to be home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either way. I get you. Kids. I get you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do wonder if like, you know, his show um, becomes more successful if he's going to be like, all right, that's, that's enough. Yeah, I think he's reaching his time and they want to keep him there, obviously, because he's like an institution at this point and he's been on there longer than anyone else, as yeah. far as I know. Um, so I, I can see them being like, no, let's keep him around, keep paying him. But I mean, it's, I, it's hard because when you're in comedy and he's been working since he was a kid to have steady gig after steady gig, how do you, go back to the uncertainty right 
of not having that. Actually, I would hope that he's gotten paid enough that he has a bank and doesn't have to deal with it. Yeah, I would hope so, too. And <laughs> that's funny because this conversation wants to take me down two different paths. But um, the one thing I've been wanting to ask you is, have you watched the Story of Late Night documentary uh, that aired on CNN? Oh, my God, no. But that sounds amazing. It's a five-episode miniseries. <gasps> And it takes oh you my God. all the Where way. It? Where can I watch it? You can watch it on HBO Max now. Uh, it's it takes you all the way back to the very beginning, like the, the pre Johnny oh Carson days. This the is happening tomorrow night. Yes, this is absolutely <laughs> happening tomorrow night. I'm so fucking excited. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah that's I, like my dream type of show. I watched it, and the whole time I'm thinking Lex is gonna love this uh, if she hasn't seen it already. You know, um, and it takes no, you all I the haven't. way through the pandemic. So it's it's I will say that I've mostly just been watching Grey's Anatomy. I had I rewatched because I was panicky the first few seasons and then I'm into stuff that I haven't seen. So I really haven't been watching a lot of other shows other than Big Mouth because mm. they released the new season, but I'm watching those slowly because you know you don't want to only out. release them once a year. Yeah. 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 So that that actually leads me to wonder like if Keenan does decide to leave SNL and his show doesn't pan out the way that he wants it to. Right. I could see him being a good replacement for Fallon, honestly. I mean, the dude's charismatic as hell. He seems personable. Um, I, know I don't he, think Fallon's going to retire anytime soon, though. Man, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe He's going to be of... doing that show for at least another decade if they'll let him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Look at how long Leno was on there. Yeah, and how hard he and fought. Then, Carson was on the entire time before that, basically. Like, yeah, I, uh, I don't think he's giving up that gig anytime soon. And he's young. He's still, he's only what, like late forties, mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Him and Keenan are probably around the same age. Yeah, I would, I would guess Keenan would get his own gig before that happens. Mm. Jimmy Fallon is only forty-seven. Wow. You know, he's going to be working quite a few more years unless he gets completely burned out. That is true. Yeah. Same with uh, Seth. I think Seth will be going quite a while, too. I just wonder because, you know, they've the ratings for The Tonight Show aren't what they used to be. I do wonder if NBC is ever going to try to do something different just because, like, you know, he's not bringing in what he should. I mean, I guess it depends on how bad the ratings are um nbc as of right now um has him contracted for the rest of the year his contract was uh extended beyond that so maybe into next year and the show has been renewed for five more seasons as of may of this year so it's going into 2026 already um so, yeah, like the show's not going anywhere and they've at least it sounds like they've at least extended his contract into next year. So I don't foresee them changing for a while. Mm-hmm. I think but, one of the smartest things they did was bring it back to New York, you know, just because yes, agreed. It's so easy to slide over whatever guest host the SNL has for the week into a guest spot on his show. You know, Mm -hmm. or just have Lauren call in a a favor from like, you know, Paul Simon or whoever, you know, and just go, hey, I'm producing this as well. Please be on the show. It it feels like when it's done right, it feels like an extension of SNL. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would like a edgier host. I would like someone different. But at the same time. I don't go to the Tonight Show for that. I don't think anyone goes to the Tonight Show for that. Yeah. We had our chance with Conan, and now we're in the Jimmy Fallon era for, I mean, I think probably through this contract. Like, unless he asks for too much money, I think that five years that they've they've gotten, he will probably be the host for all of that. It just fascinates me how much um, of a trendsetter johnny carson was back in the day that the formula he established Mm -hmm. was just so you know durable that it's still being used 
on a lot of on a did lot they of talk about did they talk about Joan Rivers? Yeah, yeah, they brought her up. Too. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, good, mm-hmm. good, good, good. Yeah. good. Because if they didn't, I'd be pissed. No. Anyway, they, they I'm definitely going to watch that. They did a great thing where they would talk about somebody, and if they were available, they had them on, and if they weren't, mm-hmm. they had on somebody who is like related to them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I want you to watch it. It's good. It's good. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I'm excited for that. That's definitely going to happen tomorrow night. Um, but yeah. So you mentioned you've been watching a little bit of uh, Big Mouth and Grey's Anatomy and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've I've been. My I told phone you, is like completely locked. Okay, cool. Sorry. Go ahead. I told you I finished my Seinfeld rewatch. No, I think I just messaged you about that. But I finished my Seinfeld rewatch. You did message me, yeah. And I wanted more, so I went and I watched the. Uh, the season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, where they had oh, the reunion, God. and that was that was okay. That scratched the itch a little bit. Then I had to go and track down the uh, comedians and cars getting coffee episode, uh, where he had coffee with George Costanza, not Jason Alexander, George Costanza, um, <laughs> with a special appearance by Newman. I genuinely like comedians and cars getting coffee, even when I don't agree with them, and I think they're kind of being obnoxious. Yeah. I enjoy that show a lot. Yeah, I do too. I think the one that I struggled with the most was the Ricky Gervais episode, just because he was, yeah, he's just being himself to the nth degree. And it's just, it's a lot, man. He is a lot. I don't know. He is. I've never been like super into his stuff. Yeah. Any of his stuff. But he is. He's definitely into his stuff. And he lets you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get why there are people that really like him, and I get why people that really hate him too. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just one of those one of those figures. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he gave us the office, so I mean, that's something. Yeah, but then you know, other creators actually made it good. They improved it, indeed. Yeah. And I know the Brits listening agree with that, so whatever. <laughs> Um, there was, I don't know if you were ever into this show, but apparently Apple TV is bringing back Fraggle Rock. And, uh, I wasn't, that was before my time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a very specific flavor of Muppet because whereas you got full access to Kermit and Piggy and the rest of them on regular TV and through Muppet Babies, a lot of the time, uh, the Fraggles were like on HBO. And so, you know, if you weren't seeking that out early in the morning on HBO, you probably missed it. And it was it was so fascinating to me. It's one of those things where it's like, all right, this is well-made material from Jim Henson. I'm a Jim Henson fan. How come I just had a blind spot for that? And I had to, like, go through the, the paces of figuring out, like, okay, I didn't have cable growing up. All right. Right. That's that's the biggest barrier. That's the biggest like- I mean, I don't remember having HBO as a kid. Right, yeah. So, no cable. I definitely didn't have a, a paid channel. Yeah. And then, in in the morning, my inclination wasn't to watch HBO. Because if I'm getting ready for school, I'm not going to sit down and watch a movie. I'm going to maybe turn on the news, maybe turn on Bozo. You know, something like that. When I'm super, yeah. obviously. I would always watch Nickelodeon in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get those quick hits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, let me watch this SpongeBob and then go to school. <laughs> oh, SpongeBob. But, yeah. my um Oh, I guess I should mention that Taylor Swift has taken over the entire world right now. Yes. Myself included. Um. I bought her record. Okay. I've listened to it a lot. It's amazing. If you like Taylor Swift, this is a good time to be a a fan of her work. Because she is... Well, uh, for people who don't know, aren't fans of her, she made all of her records before the album Lover. Um, They were all on Big Machine, which was a company that... This guy treated her, or it was another company, but they bought Big Machine, bought it, whatever. The aptly this, named Big Machine. 
Yeah, this dick Scooter Braun, he's harassed and he's just he's a piece of shit. And basically, I think it was Kelly Clarkson came up with the idea on Twitter was like, you should just re-record all of these songs and then the rights like to the new versions are yours. That's fucking rad. I love it. So she re-recorded. She's now going through and re-recording all of her old albums. And this this one that she just released was Red, which was probably like the biggest record that she had before 1989, which was like, you know, that one was hit after hit as well. Mm. But Red was like, I don't know if you remember, but like that wasn't released in 2012. So that was when she was doing like all the Target ads. And it was huge when yeah. that record came out it was a really successful album um and then she's done this re-recorded version of it and it's just amazing um she went on snl did a this new version of a song from that record um is 10 minutes long so she just performed that in its entirety she only performed one song on snl Mm -hmm. and it was that for 10 minutes uh with the short film that she directed like playing behind her it was intense. It was amazing. Somewhere, Jake Gyllenhaal is just dying inside from all of this. It's oh, pretty great. I'm sure his mentions, if he cares about that sort of thing, he was getting lit up. They did have to turn off his, uh, his like, comments on Instagram, I think. This is only social media's Instagram. Okay. And I will say one thing that's not cool is apparently John Mayer is getting death threats. So I'm like, guys, you need to fucking chill. Don't the, do that. Don't do that. The pro-Taylor and anti-Taylor uh, fandom is intense, to say the least. I, um, yeah, and I I like a lot of – I will say most of the pro-Taylor fandom, they're just like wackadoo in a fun way. Like yeah. they're just out there in a – in a like, what does this mean? Oh my God, she's a genius! Like that's the extent of most of it. Okay. Or, or they'll be like, just in conversation, be like, "Fuck John Mayer" or whatever. Most of it is fine though. Like, it, it's just like any fandom. There are the, these, you know, some people who just take things way too far. Right. Um, but I don't understand the anti at all. In the same way that I'm like, well, if you don't like Star Wars, then don't watch Star Wars. You know, it can be summed up with one word. It's men. Um, <laughs> yep. If I had to use another word, jealous men. I don't, I don't yep. understand. Like anything that empowers women. Like you don't, you don't like Taylor Swift. I'm not a fan. Like, like, like listening to her music, I mean. But you don't, you don't care at the same time. You just let care. it go. Right. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's like I, I acknowledge that she's a talented young lady. Right. I see that that's there. It's not necessarily for me. I've 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 listened. I won't turn the channel aggressively if she comes on. It's just one of those things, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not my tempo, but I will say, <laughs> um, you know, she's she's part of uh, <laughs> she's one of those artists that that causes good chaos, like uh, like Run the Jewels yes. in a way, you know. Whereas yeah. they'll put out their album for free, or you know, they'll put something out early, or they'll release like a. Um, uh, you know, a collaboration with an artist that no one's ever heard of in order to like, you know, boost them up or, or something that goes to a good mm-hmm. cause or something like that. Taylor does all kind of stuff like that, but she does yep. it. She rides in silence for the yeah, most part. She really does. And then when but she gets when, loud, she gets loud. Yes. But when she releases things like this, she is a marketing genius. Oh, like yeah. I do not know. I mean, she's come out with like, riddles all kinds of shit like codes you have to unlock <laughs> i love and, it and i'm not i'm not into that like i just like watching other people figure it out Same. so i love seeing tiktok go crazy over you know this vague thing from the new music video i'm just like oh that's fucking awesome like that's so cool and even if that wasn't the intention of it i love that they found that yeah. it's just really fun like it's fun to be around i like that um, i like people having fun with music, with musicians, without it being like a big problematic issue or something like that. Um, you know, just let people enjoy shit. That's that's the bottom line. Agreed. And we've all been guilty of that, too, where we're like, ugh, on something, especially when we're younger and we're trying to figure out who we are. So we kind of project not liking something as a personality yeah, trait. Yeah. And that's not a personality. Not The hating something is not a personality. 
Right. Like things and then let other people like things. There. That's it. I mean, even as far back as the whole disco sucks crowd, you know, it's like (laughs) the disco people are over there doing this shit. Also, there's some really fucking great disco music, so I've never understood that. There absolutely is. But the people who were into like just pure classic rock were all like, oh, no, they're killing music. They're. Oh no, our tables. It's I was going to say, are you doing the TikTok voice right, right. now? I can't We're help too it. deep on it. Yeah, no. yeah, we've, we've oh, got no. too deep. Our music. <laughs> it's broken. It's ruined. But Steve oh, Dahl of Chicago, Steve Dahl years ago had a, uh, what was it, the Disco Demolition Derby or something like that? Oh, where yeah. yeah. He invited people to bring all their disco records and they would destroy him in the middle of the, you know, the, the baseball park and everything. Yeah. It, it's, it's aggressively hateful yeah and i just don't get it man i don't get it wasn't that one the disco demolition didn't they also have it on dollar beer night or something and that's why it became like really violent <laughs> yeah they had problems you're absolutely right i think that was like on a, as a matter of fact i think that was an episode of drunk history where they talked about it <laughs> yeah yeah probably yeah, yeah which again i dearly missed that show it was so good Boy. yeah that, that was one that got got canceled over weird logistic things in the same way that glow did. Um, yeah. I think it was a combination of pandemic and just a shift in leadership. So comedy central is really trying to go basically just be animated, do mm-hmm. pretty much anything, everything be animated uh, as far as their original pro- uh, programming is concerned and their reruns. You see it as well. They mostly just rerun South park, um, Futurama, uh, uh, they do have some live action shows, but a lot of that. Yeah. South Park is the Teen Titans go of uh, Comedy Central. It's just always on. And uh, there's yep. no explanation why. It's almost like they're on autopilot. Comedy Central went on autopilot, you know, for better or worse. Uh, you know, and obviously we're not condoning uh, the host of this show at all. But after At Midnight got canceled, I feel like there was just a big oh, yeah. change over there. You know, at midnight got canceled. I mean, um, what was it? Broad City wrapped up. Yeah. And it was just streaming. Like, All right, streaming has largely ruined a lot of these, though. Like a lot of these networks, um, I think they're they're not understanding. They're trying to keep you watching their network, right? So they think they need to be like Netflix. But what makes them more? Sammy, stop yelling! God damn it! So, <laughs> what makes them more appealing is doing the old school blocks of of like two hours of this show an hour of this show because then it's kind of like putting on the radio it's a little bit mindless Mm -hmm. yeah you're right about that but it used to be mindless in a good way where we would get like three hour blocks of stand-up specials you know right and then you'd have you know two episodes of snl then um you know four episodes of kids in the hall Yeah, yeah yeah like you would just get blocks of shows and I feel like a lot of people are nostalgic for that. Right. Because it's different you from know, what we have now. I always talk about how the world is devoid of some remastered HD quality SCTV. And it's yeah. a real shame because you had heavy hitters on there, man. Rick Moranis, Harold Ramis, mm-hmm. John Candy, and all of that material is just lost right now, you know, because it's just sitting on YouTube all grainy as fuck. Some of it they will not be able to air. I right. <laughs> I totally understand. That depends that. on what network. Yeah, yeah, but some of it maybe shouldn't be aired again, and I totally get that. Oh, definitely. But you know, it's 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 time to give that show some love. I think it's time to kind of shine that up a little bit. Is it streaming anywhere? Not that I know of. I mean, I tried to look it up the other day because I was I was here. D was in the office, and I was just kind of like you know trying to find something to watch that she wouldn't care about. And I'm like SCTV. That's something. She ain't into that. Find it. And, uh, oh, yeah, find yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Huh. But then I, I started watching the first season on YouTube. Um, and it's like, you know, Catherine O'Hara is on there. Mm-hmm. Fucking, like I said, Harold Ramis is just fucking great. It's fucking great. It's show. a great cast. Yeah. That's a classic show. Yep. 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 Um, but yeah. <laughs> I wish, I wish comedy, I wish we still had like those old stand-up specials airing on Comedy Central because that's how a lot of people got introduced to stand-up. 
Yeah, yeah, I miss that. I miss the, like, we were talking about the reruns of different shows, and mm-hmm. there were random sitcoms, too, that they would rerun. Um, I, I just miss that type of TV. Now they just run giant marathons, and it's because they're trying to compete with streaming services. But I'm like, but you should be do don't try to do the same thing as a streaming service. Right. By airing Friends 24-7. <laughs> Right, but, we can watch that anytime we want. Right, right. We already have that. Yeah, that's so not the answer. So why don't you offer something completely different? I'm kind of guilty though because I came in on Saturday after being out and like the office was on TV. I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna watch the office for a couple hours. No, no, no. I get it. I'm not saying they can never do that. And they used to have marathons of shows too. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a thing as well. Um, I just think on a day-to-day basis, they should change it up, and it might engage people a little bit more. Totally. Totally. But some things are best left in the past, I guess. For instance, we uh, this week got the definitive edition of some games that are near and dear to my heart, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. So this definitive edition was a, uh, it was a remaster of the classic Grand Theft Auto games, Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, personal favorite. Um, I know you're a big fan of that one as well. And it yeah, was, that was my favorite. It was uh, shined up by a, a group called Grove Street Games. So you think with a name like that, these guys know what they're doing. <laughs> they're going to give us the best possible version of these games. Well, unfortunately, I have to say no. Um, if you want an idea of how bad it is, obviously, oh no, you've been on the internet. If you go on Twitter, <laughs> you can see plenty of examples of just how they mishandled uh, the the uh, remastering of these games. Uh, so much so that people are pissed, man. I mean, this is a sixty dollar release. Sure, there's three games on one disc, but you know, of course, all the DLC isn't there. Vice City Stories, Liberty City Stories. All that stuff is not included. Now, whether or not they can do that down the line, um, I think they they may end up changing course based on the reaction to this release. Mm-hmm. A lot of the glitches that were in the original versions are still present. But, of course, Ooh. with more gamers uh, in existence now, now than ever, uh, people are finding them very quickly. For instance, there was a glitch in Grand Theft Auto 3 where if you're driving and you're wobbling your car back and forth, if you're just wobbling your car over and over and over, the car gets bigger and bigger oh, and bigger. And someone recorded this and put it online. That's the other thing, too. Like, um, you know, the recording uh, process for putting game footage on the Internet is a lot easier now. Anyone can do it if you have a current right. console. So people are sharing these glitches and, and these problems and everything like that. Um, and thinking that quality of life improvements would be implemented into this release, people were uh, unfortunately disappointed. And uh, I count myself among them. I, I look at the work that the modders were doing on the PC releases for these games, San Andreas in particular. Um, they did some amazing things over the years. They made the game uh, look comparable to current gen releases. So unfortunately, I have to say, if you were waiting on this, you might want to wait until it goes down in price. Hopefully and, they'll and they put out patches. Hopefully you know? they'll go in and put in some patches. It is Rockstar, so there's kind of a chance that they're just gonna let this sit and be like, "Look, you get what you get," you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, the only way I would have played it was I downloaded San Andreas to my Xbox because yeah. you told me it was on there, mm-hmm. and I wasn't gonna buy it though. That's the Unless only reason. Unless it was on Switch, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And you know, those Switch releases, unfortunately, they don't get the most love either. So that would probably be the least ideal method of playing. Right. Um, The modders are already doing their work, though. There's There's a glitch that is brand new for this release that I encountered, which is when it rains in San Andreas during a cutscene and you're in the car, it rains inside the car. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't played any games for a bit, so I haven't messed with it. Yeah, yeah. So there's that's going on, and uh, I was a little disappointed because I was ready. And you know, I'm a big fan of not only Grand Theft Auto but um, the Saints Row games. And yeah, having played Saints Row three recently, 
I gotta say, it's a little, uh, it's a little jarring not to be able to run up on somebody and give them like a hurricanrana or a DDT or like a clothesline. Mm-hmm. Instead, you just start punching them. I'm like, oh, that's, that's it. Okay. That's, that's fine, I guess. I can't, I can't get fancy with this. Right. Fuck this shit. <laughs> can't give them a little elbow drop? No? Oh, okay. Nothing. <laughs> I've still never played any of those games. Oh, man. It's, it's a trip. It's a trip. If yeah, you ever get time and you're, you're bored and for some reason it ends up in your, in your disc tray, just give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like it's one of those, it's, if it's not on Game Pass, it might end up on Game Pass type of situation. Right. Or is it a PlayStation exclusive? No, no, it's, it's, it's everywhere. I think it is on Game Pass. I okay. Think. That's, that's probably the best way for me to try it then. Yeah. So there's that. Oh. Yeah. Well, we got a whole lot of something out of nothing. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm very tired. That's all right. Everybody's tired. Besides, it's been an hour. So that's our usual. It has. Uh, that's our usual length there. That's that's what that's what they get. That's what they get. No wall of weird this week. The world is weird no. enough. Oh, if you need oh. a wall of weird, I'll give you this. The Kyle Rittenhauser case. You know how they pick the jurors? Oh, yeah. He picked them? He picked them out of a bingo thing. What the fuck was that, dude? Yeah, they they had 18 jurors, and they only needed 12 to make the decision. So they put all their names in a uh, in a bingo, uh, what do you call that thing, a bingo isn't, scrambler? Yeah, isn't that normal, like, that they randomly choose them in that manner, but someone is assigned to do that? I don't know. I think know. that's what I was re- reading earlier, that, like, there's a person within the courtroom that does that i think so i don't i've never heard of this before that it caught me so off guard i'm like this sounds like i don't know about it either it's very weird it sounds like the defense is trying to go for a mistrial because they know uh there's a strong possibility he might get a guilty verdict so they're like let's see if we can drag this out a little bit longer and come up with a better defense but i don't know i don't know just i mean uh, this judge, why? I, I can't even. Yeah. You know, this, how is this not like a, just a slam dunk close right. case? Whatever. Right. Yeah. This episode is coming out on on Saturday, uh, our usual release date. So. Yeah. More than likely, there will be a decision by then. I hope all goes but well. They they were deliberating for like eighteen hours and nothing happened. Right. I was like, how? What well, is there to talk about? America, why are you doing this to us? so yeah sometimes the wall weirds you so yeah 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 wall of weird oh tomorrow i will say Ah. remember we've we discussed the smallville box set oh i got a smallville box set i waited for a very long time and tomorrow it is supposed to get here i paid too much for this giant box set and yet i'm very excited is my midweek treat hey 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 Treat yourself, all right? Treat yourself. Yes. Good times. All right, folks, thanks for listening. Do something to treat yourself this week, too. All right? Do something nice for yourself. Uh, I'm Matt Get Peters. Get a coffee. Do yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll I'm Lex Lutz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be excellent to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, are you Lil John? You got the beat to make the booty go clap? Is that what's going on right now? Oh, I don't know. I'm so tired. <laughs>